spotlight Even if it's just a dip in your toe We're gonna tell you all that we know Even the word dummies Turn on the spotlight Even if Eric makes you scream Don't make it end Gonna start right after this hit tune Eric and me Turn on that spotlight, Eric. The spotlight is on. Sure is. And we're ready to go. And I just wanted to do a little bit of an intro here to tell everybody and remind them what the spotlight is all about. Uh, This is a... Spotlight, it is Eric. The Weird Science DC Comics Spotlight. Uh, it's going to feature Freedom Fighters number six. And we decided to bring the Spotlight episode back. We did it a while ago and we did it for quite some time, but we stopped Long doing time. it. Yeah, we stopped doing it though. We figured we'd bring it back. It's a way for people who haven't listened to the main podcast or, you know, may have fallen off and want a really quick way to kind of check out everything we're about or what we're doing. They can do a little sneak peek, a little dip in your toe. And uh, also get a little bit of a head start of the books of that week and of course if you like this and want more and, and why wouldn't you why wouldn't what? you want more of eric shea of you can head over to the patreon account uh and support us at patreon.com slash weird science to get a whole bunch of comic book shows more than 20 exclusive shows a month including our DC Comics Patreon Spotlight show that comes out each and every Thursday night. It features two books on that one. This week it was Flash number 71 uh, that continues Joshua Williamson's year one story and The Silencer number 17. Penultimate. The penultimate issue of Dan Abbott v. Ken Marion's New Age of Hero book. Uh, another little reminder, if you're listening to this, whether you know what's going on or not, next week is an annuals week and that means that next week's main podcast will actually be a Patreon exclusive show uh, That's also something we started Doing about a year ago that we figured Every annuals week that week's show Would be on the Patreon only Mainly because there's not a lot to it They're usually but since we Started doing it became bigger and bigger uh, yeah. This week actually is pretty big it's, it may it's not the biggest have, one we've done so far. Well, it may not have a ton of books, but the books coming out are, are ridiculously big, uh, including Doomsday Clock, Heroes in Crisis, and Leviathan one that snuck special. up on me, Batman Last Night on Earth. Yeah. I, I had no idea that was coming out. I was going down the books that I had to review. That's going to be one of them. And I'm like, oh, well, I have another one because that's on there. Also including a Catwoman annual. We have a bunch of things. Like you said, the Leviathan Rising special. That's the, I believe, the beginning of the the Greg Rucka, uh, Lois Lane book, and the uh, Jimmy Olsen book as well. So th- those are pretty big things going down. Um, but I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, what the spotlight is. I hope you enjoy it. And we're going to go off to talk Freedom Fighters. Freedom Fighters number six, written by Robert Venditti with art by Eddie Barrows, Eber Ferreira, Scott Hanna, Adriana Lucas, and and World Design. Our Freedom Fighters have Uncle Sam back, but now that the Ratsies have unleashed their ultimate weapon, I don't know if it'll be enough, Jim. That's right, Overman is back. I don't know either. And he's looking to kick Freedom to the curb with machine accuracy. 
Ooh-wee. Yeah, there's a big <laughs> twist in this. And it's funny because uh, it, just to start this off, everybody, you know, it seems reviewing comics and whatnot, really, really love that, you know, and it continues on the Robert Venditti Hawkman book. And that seems to be getting a lot of, you know, a lot of hype and things right. like that. Where is it for this? I don't I, I, know. This needs to be, re- and I'm not just saying reviewers as well. I'm talking about on Twitter where there's a select few. I mean, there's people in the Get Fresh group be love this book, but other than that, I, I don't see up to the any hype. Shop for themselves. Well, they are. I'm saying we need more. I'm telling you, either <laughs> that is a bad thing to say about the uh, size of the Get Fresh crew or whatever, but they're not there. The people aren't getting this book. The sales are pretty much abysmal. And they shouldn't be. This is one of our favorite books out right now. This is one of those two that I, I really, I know these aren't connected. I know that this may not make sense, but I think when you read it, it might a little. If you are upset and like, man, that doomsday clock, it never comes out. It never comes out. This, though, it's not connected. It's a really nice way to slip in a book every month that kind of has a different feel little to it. A little Alice World and, flavor? And, like, yeah. So you can kind of go with that. So when you're not getting your doomsday clock... Go and buy this and enjoy it. If you like Robert Van Diddy's Hawkman, go buy this. I like this a lot better. Way more. I think that the pacing is way better. I think that the story is more intriguing. It's great. Plus, here's the thing. You don't – now this – it's even crazier because this (laughs) issue actually ties in some things that makes one Eric Shea very happy. Oh, my. I was on cloud nine this week. Please, please don't think that if you're listening to this – and you haven't read the first five issues and you think to yourself, oh, man, I, I don't know what's going on with that. that You can start from number one and you'll know just as much as anybody else. This is and then pretty much an Elseworlds issue, deal. You realize you've got some other stuff you could be reading yeah, if you wanted yeah. to or not. But even so, it, it's not necessary. No. It's not. Uh, there's nothing in this. When this people, point, we talked about the multiversity of Masterman being a spiritual successor. Though This one just says, you know, this is a straight up sequel to Masterman. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. He said yeah. it. It's good. And, and with that though i think that a lot of people are thrown off by this thinking that they don't know the freedom fighters that this is a new team you don't need to know anything from the past now i'm saying that I can't go down the street. Hey, buddy, you like that Freedom Fighters, meaning the old comic? Nobody's <laughs> going to know that either. But it, it's one of those things. I think that this book is stuck between, you know, a rock and a hard place when it comes to getting people. There are newer characters of the Freedom Fighters team, which is an older team, right. but not many people know about it. So you might as well go about it as this is a new deal and it just doesn't seem like people want to get involved and and it's a it's a real shame well, it's, it's, it's a weird a idea shame. too i was thinking about it before we got on the record tonight the idea like we have this entire multiverse which we rarely get to play with and whenever we do play with it it's usually somebody destroying an entire planet like, oh mm-hmm. my god you just you just destroyed all the toys before we ever got to play with them this yeah. is actually extending the history of earth x and in a way that no other like you know planet in the multiverse no other earth is actually getting to do right now i'm like this is amazing in my mind because we have yeah. all these things to play with why are we not doing it thankfully earth x is here to tell us and, okay and, oh well. no the nazis won <laughs> Yeah, and, and with that though, even Maybe with not the that, planet. you're sitting there and you're going like, "Boy, I wish that I love this. I want some more, uh, you know, Calvin in uh, Earth Nine. Yeah. Oh man, I want that. You know what's going to happen though? We ain't getting that no. because nobody's buying this. This is one of those things where you you get there where it happens in all sorts of media and things like that where people beg for something new. People want something different. People want something unique. Unfortunately, when it happens, nobody buys. 
buys it. And then that's where the company points to happens in video games, a lot of things like that. People, music, everything where you get a book that goes a little against what the normal books are, has some fun, really good, but it's only sales numbers that are going to allow these sort of things to continue. And the sales are like I said, they're abysmal, and they shouldn't be. The, We're not going to get the Captain Carrot and the Zoo Crew Earth. We're no, not going to get there and do those well, things. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but even with that, though, it, it just we need to support no more good Red books. Rain, Batman. Just go with that. Go with we're gonna support good books, and this is one that deserves some support. And we're going to not even just for a story, but the art throughout this entire oh. issue is amazing, and it always has been since the series began. I'm gonna. That's, I I had to go unplugging. Beep, boop, unplugging into the reviewer robot uh, X. Sell. Beep, boop, boop. This is a perfect combination of art and story. You Beep, said it, boop. robot. There you go. It is. It's true. We always say the cliche, the reviewer 101. This is it. <laughs> this really is it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I laugh because I, I just, we end up not liking a lot of books a lot of times. It happens. And at the directions and things like that. And we do every book. So this is, and when we get a book and we're like, boy, this is the greatest thing ever. And nobody's reading it. So I feel like we're trying to talk about a book that everybody's just, you know, pish posh and pushed aside. It shouldn't be. It really shouldn't. I don't even know I'm sure pish What's that Freedom Fighters book? I ain't never heard of that before. No, that's the thing. It's like, and I, I even said th- to myself, uh, you know, I'm in the shower and I said, you know, self, well, know the one thing about this issue is you can tell they have Overman in there and they're making them even on the cover. So people will just at least go by and go, what's that crazy Superman what's doing? That I mean, they're Superman desperately doing? trying. I don't even know that they're going to get Nazi from that symbol because <laughs> of the way it's kind of a fashioned SS deal. But yeah, which is very clever again. It is. But uh, you have a, what's that? And maybe... Somebody will give it a shot, but you know, why give it a shot at six and not one? Please, everybody go buy this. But uh, start it off, Eric. Tell us about what's going on. Well, this issue starts out seeing that this is actually in continuity with the Multiversity Masterman written by Grant Morrison back from like 2015 or 16, whenever that came out, because we are given the idea the Doom Planet, Krypton, the desperate scientists setting their last hope of the, like their child away and being taken, like, you know, when he hits Earth in 1939, being found by Adolf Hitler and yep. becoming the Overman. And we see this point right now, I thought this might have been, you know, we talked about the idea of a spiritual successor to the Masterman and that whole story, not really knowing if it was going to tie in because we had some of the same characters of the yeah. new freedom fighters that was uh, that presented there but we didn't know where we were in this this one actually just spells it out it's it's a little bit disappointing in the fact that they are talking about the idea that that was part of the story and uncle sam who was a big part of that yeah i don't remember none of that i'm like oh you better start remembering stuff because yeah, i need but, to have this but connection they, br- they do bring it up and, and they bring it up in the way that maybe he'll remember it but if he doesn't i understand it's one of those again you're tying into a crazy book from years ago and but it actually we works like it because we so read it well just because the idea of in the mastermind we had you know the the world taken over by the nazis and the freedom fighters yeah. as i talk about here we're trying to resurrect uncle sam which we saw them do because uncle sam was in that book but we had a bunch of our characters like uh captured in that and in the eagle's nest the nazi watchtower the satellite in space and we had the whatever you want to call them the new reichsman or the jl yeah. axis that those characters the evil versions of what we know 
they were trying to figure out what human bomb was and they didn't they thought he was just had a healing factor and stuff like that not yeah. realizing that they thought he was a suicide bomber that survived from a healing factor not realizing that he was the bomb himself so he, he was blew the, bomb up the eagle's nest and the big way to get back at overman and stop everything was the uh the jail like the the eagle's nest as it was crashing down and actually destroying all of metropolis and overman yeah. not being able to stop this and that's where we pick up here finding out that Yep. The big reveal of our story is that Overman, he's not in this book because apparently after those events of Masterman, he left Earth. He just took off like freaking yeah. Superman Returns style. I well, just like and, the and idea. It, with that, it's even Crisis style because it looks like his Overman, oh, you over know. Gr- like Overgirl? Overgirl, yeah. Yeah, that was a died. big part of the Masterman where he just yeah, kept mourning so, the loss of Overgirl. Yeah, and it's it's pretty cool, but this is something where if you do, and you could still wa- read this and without just go all that, without yeah. knowing that, but knowing that, was in continuity. And I was having a great time. And, and the best thing is when we reviewed that way back when, Eric Shea did say <laughs> that what he needed more of was more Hitler. Years later, Eric Shea it. gets his wish. He gets his wish. He gets more Hitler. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that they wanted that but you, and you got it. See that you are coming up, Rose. What I have everywhere. is Adolf Hitler Jr. and the I third. mean, really. I, but still, though, you did get some early. And, and even with that, you, you name the signal. You tell everybody that Leviathan's a man. You get more Hitler. What is the <laughs> next wish on oh the lips my, of Eric Shea? Be? I mean, really. This is one of those things where you get these wishes, and people are like, why? would he wish for more Hitler? <laughs> was, but hey, that's it how good, it runs. It was a good bad guy for the story. We roll. from the here. That's how you roll. But yeah, so it really all ties in. And it, it took six issues to fully do this. But if you were reading that multiversity, which which is crazy, and and you as a Grant Morrison detractor, yeah, you talk about that book all the time. It you was one of my really favorites outside like of yes. Thunderworld as well. We do, you know yeah. looked at the 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 Fawcett City comic world. Yep, yeah, and so yeah, it is one. And again, all these things are in the DC Universe app now. So if you even if you're listening now and didn't realize this, and you know you've read some reviews, they don't mention it and all this. Yeah, like Eric did. Go back and read. You know the Masterman deal, and it's really going to open up a lot more of this story for and you. And really the coolest in. idea that we have this twelve issue maxi has a limited time to do what it wants to do with. You know, the new Freedom Fighters are established; they're taking the world back. And then issue number six, halfway through the story, we realize, oh my, there's already more story out there. You can go check yeah. it out. My, I got so excited just for the idea yeah. because of even when we go to here, but because we have Overman here, we saw him in the end of last issue, like he was in that solar He's been tube. Pro- being programmed and brainwashed yeah. over and over and, again because it's really, been a while. he's being programmed. Yeah, wink, and that's wink, the thing is, Eric. up until this point, <laughs> not knowing that this tied in the Masterman, we just thought this you was didn't know. Overman, and he yeah. might have been on ice here, just being programmed over and over again since like he might have been put into stasis. Exactly. Was, yeah, that was something that we have actually. If we hadn't mentioned it on the podcast, we were talking about this when we talk about this book, just me and you at work and things like that. And yeah, this was a question: like, are they going to deal more with what how this over? man could be this we thought maybe at one point we were even kind of thinking that because you're having you know eight off the second and then his uh, this might be a clone it might be well, something that, else but that's but even never the best did if I think you go that back, it was this oh the cyborg overman which yeah, we get the and that's crazy. Hen, uh, henshaw i'm like oh that's brilliant yeah. i'm like yeah. you are expanding on this mul- this multiversal history and i'm really digging the idea behind it but what i like it too because this is a programmable, you know, it was a, a, a Nazi candidate, Heinrich Henschel, 
who was combined with cybernetics and Kryptonian DNA from stuff they had from Overman yeah. to make the perfect soldier. Because even Overman at the end of that Masterman story, he was starting to question, you know, his loyalties and what he's been doing yeah. all these years. And even the, uh, you know, the other new Reichsmen like Leather uh, Leather Wings and Underwater yeah. Men, they're like, we're not going to follow this alien. He's, he's saying some weird stuff that we're not no. down with, you know. So the idea that he leaves after Metropolis is destroyed, I'm like, all right, this makes perfect sense. And the idea that the, the like, you know, the new Reichsmen are, like I said before, the jail axis whatever you want to call them they're all gone so what we have now yeah, is pretty gone. much just the nazi doing the nazi. their you know their, their super like robots and stuff like that their and, war weapons and adolf hitler's grandson who's completely and utterly insane oh yeah and a psychopath he's he's their big deal now with this also I, I mean, is it pretty obvious the wink, wink, nudge, nudge that at one point they're going to have to go find Overman to join the side? I don't even of, know about finding him because the no, thing I is, think they're I going even, to. Why would they even bring if, it up and say at the end, we got to find him? I, I think they're going to find him and he's going to join even, Uncle Sam. They're going to find some plastic men. That's the next phase of their plan. No, I don't I'm know saying they're I think they're him. going to find he's going to join them because there's no way they can bring down this Overman cyborg. They even say I, this is fully spelled out to me that they're going to go. And wherever he is, they're going to get Overman, the original Overman, on board because Overman, when he left, he left because he's like, this isn't right. I'm leaving. Uh, you know, everything's destroyed. I'm getting out of here. I think that it's 100% that they're going to get him and bring him back to the I don't know if they have the time or technology to go search space for Overman at this point. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to get him some way. I, I don't know how, what, or when, uh, wherever they figure it out. But I don't think that they would spell out that he left and then mention it again. Uncle Sam mentions it again. Uh, it has to be that they're going to go and try to figure some things out. But I don't know. We'll That's see. the thing is, too. If the Freedom Fighters come together, in, even in the whole idea that they inspire the American people to you know come together and you know overthrow their Nazi uh, you know m- masters at this point. I, I like that better that the cyborg Overman, this new creation, would be the villain of this instead of actually bringing Overman back into it. Maybe you could say that for another story, but dealing with the cyborg Overman right here, I think, was a really cool addition to the story. Yeah, that I I'm just saying, undercut. why would you have them just sit there in a full half of a page? Man, if that was a cyborg, what happened to the real Overman? Well, I, I mean, think that's that, a question that's, everybody would ask at that no, point. No, I'm saying, but yeah, but you're not going to ask that unless you're going to tell it. They have six more issues to tell, you know, that deal going forward with this. I, I bet you, uh, you know, a pizza for lunch that they will within, before issue 10, they will have found or at least found out where he is. And I don't think it's going to be as crazy as we think that, you know, he's not on Pluto. Uh, I think that he's going to be around. I think that they're going to need him to kind of go against his former Well, it seems that they actually have team. a plan right now that they don't want to get away from. Because even at the end of this, to talk about the phase two of the plan, we got Uncle Sam back from doing all our outrageous stunts, stuff like that, to, to get the people to know that the Freedom Fighters are back and the American dream is still alive. So we awakened Uncle Sam with that. It seems like the second part of their plan is they do have to get one of those SS plastic men for whatever thing they have planned for the long run. So I'm like, all right, at least we have a plan going forward because they do have to go the stealth route now. It has to become, you know, uh, solid snake about it because this cyborg overman he shows up immediately and just puts the hurt on everybody to the point like all right we're we're at the we're at the end of the first leg of our story and this guy just ripped our team apart this is not looking good 
Yeah, and, and with that, yeah, they they think they're fighting the real Overman. So uh, the bomb it, blows a up cyborg. Yeah, he blows up, and he, it doesn't even phase him. It just rips off his flesh, which he just says, "I'm going to rip and it off looks your so flesh." Good. And this is also you, you do get a little bit of a deal here because with uh, Uncle Sam waking up, you end up being able to introduce the team again. Yeah, uh, you know, to him in a way that makes sense. You know, it is a little recap. It is a little the hey, idea look, that this you know the that, team. that team that we had during Master. And once we find out, you know, that was in continuity, like I said, you know, we lost the raid during that battle. We lost Doll Man and stuff like that. We lost that former human bomb that took out the Eagles. That's, this human bomb is the son of that human bomb. I'm like, okay, you're you're doing a lot of cool little expo, uh, ex, uh, exposition here. And I'm yeah. like, I didn't expect this at this point. But all right, this is all coming. Because even if you go back to these characters were created by like a, uh, a Nazi Dr. Savannah who was like, you know, yep. not kind of cool with us. So he was actually given meta powers for the freedom fighters here to become this team to take, you know, overthrow the Nazi regime at this point. So I'm like, I wonder if Dr. Savannah is going to tie in now. He may. I, I mean, and with that, you have all these things going on and yeah, the, it's a very quick issue. Yeah. Uh, at one point, action packed. Overman comes because they, you know, last issue they crashed their, their plane had crashed. And the so they're tra- yeah, they're trying to fix that. And he gets released. The Nazis are like, okay. And I like it too, where you have that crazy, crazy grandson. It's like, remember, I'm the one who gets to attack. He just wants to murder and kill. He wants to torture, murder, yeah. and kill. He like, scares okay. me more than Cyborg Overman. And, and I was actually shocked because Overman goes out and he's like, all right, I'm going to check things out. I'm going to look at it. And this is where at the very beginning, you do have a pretty cool thing where because of how this World War II on this planet and this you know, world, this earth went, um, it, it went different as we know, and the Nazis have won, but this is almost the Overman again is like the atomic bomb. They're trying to decide, should we do this? Cause if we let him go, oh my God, th- this could be the worst. It can end up everything, whatever. Uh, they do let him go. And I thought there was going to be a little more of like him searching them down. He finds them right away. Oh, pretty yeah. much. They pretty say much as that- if he's Superman. <laughs> Yeah, and they say even, they they give him one little wink of, hey, uh, they went down here, go see if they're around, they couldn't have got far, yep, got found like a them. four state radius, found him in 10 seconds. I mean, really, there is not any, you know, <laughs> meandering about, he finds them well, immediately. Even, even the idea that's presented at the end of this issue, the whole thing where Overman leaves after Metropolis destroyed 2016, and the reason that, you know, this whole new scientific thing that was a cover-up to hide the truth that they haven't, the Nazis haven't lost their ultimate weapon, I'm like, I like this whole kind of propaganda science where, Look, we're we're doing this just to prove that, like you know, our weapon is still here. The Overman has never left. We are still as yeah. powerful as we. I'm like that is a really cool explanation for why you would go and do this. Besides for the obvious, yeah. because you want an army of Overmen. Yeah, yeah, and and you just you have to do it now, especially because now it, it is the deal. And and for people who haven't been reading it, the way that you bring back Uncle Sam, who is the character, the big character here, yeah. is to get the spirit of America yeah. up. And what they have done is pretty much guerrilla warfare, spreading the word, blowing up things. They even show in this they, while they're of, telling you know, Uncle bu- Sam a bunch of flyers left behind with Uncle Sam's picture I want you to try to yeah, like, yeah. inspire everybody and so see they, they even remember. say like this is what we did we had to do this and it took a while it took a real long it time it took six issues uh, to get, to get, <laughs> I'm not even saying I'm saying the years in their world it, it was a very long you know already you know task that they're doing this and uh, yeah they, they get him but he's not He you still need more 
Oh, he and he's needs still weak more. because, you know, the, the whole, th- yeah, the whole idea of the people believing in America, that's what, like, you know, fuels him. It's, there's not a lot of belief at this point. There's enough to awaken him. He's still groggy, well, and, though. And the, the, the problem with it is you know, Overman being out and about again, that kind of will squash a bit of that belief or at least, oh, you yeah. know, put it back. And I, I, in my mind, the belief is not just just belief, but it's the I'm going to go in red, red, white and blue out, out in the town and I don't care what they say. And, you know, kind of going against the deal. And this is going to squash it. So they're going to have to do something very quick to try to do something to, you know, get the spirit up as well and go with that. But boy, Robert Venditti does a good job because when Overman shows up, he goes into the blue tracer. You end up having a portal that he goes through. But And I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's probably at Antarctica. No, no, he's like, he's three feet away. I'm telling you, they did, a good, they did a great job last issue to set that up where Phantom Lady needs to see her target to open up a portal to see where it goes. They actually talked about that last issue, so it really yeah. – because I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, where did she tell – oh, no, it's 10 feet away. And that yeah. makes sense yeah. for what they did. I'm like, oh, yeah. you're going to yeah. die. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not far away at all. I mean, you can – it's a stone throw away. It's 10 feet. And then he ends up getting attacked. I'm, it's funny, too. They're like, no, no, don't portal him. And I'm like, no, no, don't portal him. He, he can port, portal him, but – you know, at least give yourself some time. But yeah, he comes back and attacks. And as they're going, uh, Human Bomb ends up pretty much again, like you said in the Masterman. He's like this Human Bomb kind of a, a sacrifice type deal yeah. where he's being left behind. He's going to go out full out Human well, that's, Bomb. That's the worst part because the Human Bomb can't kill himself. Human bombing. That's the thing is where. And we were told that, like in this issue that yeah. like Over, Overman's going to go out, but he's not allowed to kill the freedom. But he has to bring them back alive. Yeah. They, they want to make sure that they interrogate him and pretty so, much use him as an example. You just would guess. like his daddy too. I'm telling you, the, the rest he sacrificed himself so the rest of the freedom fighters can, can get, get away from Cyborg Overman. He's so captured, he's left behind though, and he's going to get interrogated just like yeah. his father was. And, which, and it know, was a really cool. Time. It was a really cool way to set that up with the grandson, the, the Fuhrer's grandson, where you know you know what's going to happen because even to, bad, if we get any things. prisoners, I get to interrogate him first. Like, oh, oh no. no, you don't want that. You don't want, this is a guy who, if you haven't been reading, would show up in scenes with people's thumbs coming out of his pockets, oh, no. eyeballs, blood uh. everywhere. Just, yeah, he's awful. He is awful. So yeah, by the end you, you get, and really again, the uh, Heinrich Henshaw, uh, that's perfect. It, it is so, <laughs> good. so and good. Even with the idea I think it's even a little step more that's perfect for me. Whether while it is a cyborg overman, it also has a little metallo little things in it as well in my mind because of the way that they're making them for the government and things like that. So it's it's pretty much it's cool. It's it's really cool. But it's cyborg overman. He he is bad bot. And and with that, you even had the idea that at one point the freedom fighters did look like the combo of them doing their thing, you know, distracting them here, going there, actually looked like they were getting somewhere and, until he just decided they weren't. And oh, yeah. he is just, he's so over. I mean, I'm telling you, when he turns to look at the human bomb's fist, that after they kind of get out and they go, it's one of the best panels. I mean, that really shows you the idea of a evil Nazi cyborg Superman. And just at that point, Superman, he looks so good. The whole thing looks great. The, uh, the art pops off, too, because of the colors. It's just really, really well done. And, yeah, they're going to go get some plastic men. 
you know, plastic man, and uh, that seems see to be how the next goes. phase of the plan to get an SS yeah, we'll plastic man. what goes man. on with that, and see what they're going to do and things like that. Um, but yeah, we'll see if I'm right later on in the deal, or if you are, or whatnot, or we both are. But what what did you give this? I ended up giving this a nine out of ten because I really loved the art and I loved the story and I loved the fact that it ties in. Finally, you know, it came out editor's note and said, "Hey, let's go see this backstory." And you know, Master Man. I'm like, yeah. I think and I you will. Did. Editor's <laughs> note. I think I will. But Thank no, you, editor's I, I, note. I think I will follow your advice. I'm gonna. I go love with that. continuity, and even with that, though, them saying it is, there are some things from that to this that don't exactly pan out for what they're saying. Even the idea that Uncle Sam doesn't remember because it won't work exactly the way they want it to, but. It's enough, and I had a lot of fun going back and reading that and reading this issue, which is this, – this is one of the best books that DC's putting out, and it's a shame it's not selling as well as it is. I agree, and, and when people are complaining, they're complaining about, well, I don't really get to know the Freedom Fighters themselves, and I, I can see what they're getting at with that, but we're getting enough, and if you know what – like you said, now you you know – you know, the archetypes of these characters. So you know what they are. And we're learning more as we go in a way that I think is well played out in this because yeah. you're in the middle of a war. You can't just stop to be like, well, you know, hey, you still like picnics and walking on this, you know, on the beach. You're not going to get okay. that. You're getting you're getting all their <laughs> stuff through what's going on in this war. On like I said at this, no, I would never uh, go on a picnic with you. You would have the ants. whole, I telling you now I, I ended up <laughs> listening to some old time radio and they were talking about picnics. And I, I think I mentioned to you this before, and I, I think you said you'd like it, but the, it was a big thing. Oh no, I'm, it wasn't that it was a Brady bunch episode where they went camping <laughs> that makes and they went sense. camping and brought out a picnic basket with fried chicken. I ain't eating fried <laughs> I, chicken on a picnic. I don't know That's what disgusting. you're talking about. It's amazing. What <laughs> That is I, everybody not grabs fried chickens. Crappy yeah. fried chicken. It's like days old at that point in a basket. That basket ain't refrigerated. Why do you think it has to be days old. In a I'm basket? telling you, Cindy that was in charge of keeping the, the the fried chicken. She ain't watching it. Who knows what's going on with that fried chicken? And, and that was because the boys were out. They were out fishing, and and they had Mike Brady and, and the Brady boys. They have a rule, Eric. When you go camping, you eat off the land. You oh. don't eat no fried chicken. And so they ended up not being well, able to fried catch. Chicken. They didn't catch fish because yeah. the girls messed it up. They got all tangled up, fell into, I think Sydney fell into the water, may have drowned. I'm not sure. But, I, I you don't know, you have that. Brady Bunch anymore. They go back to the campsite. And that's where, you know, Alice and Cindy and they're like, look, we got the fried chicken. And, and I think it was like Peter's like, Dad, we're not allowed to eat fried chickens. Actually, I think it was Greg the fish. He pish poshed it. And the girls are like, hmm, this is such good fried chicken. They're eating I had the fried some cold chicken. fried chicken. I oh, my goodness. I got cold to eat cold before we got on tonight. fried chicken. Can't stand it. That's, that's not fried chicken anymore. That's cold chicken. Soggy chicken is what that is. But yeah, they ended up, the boys ended up eating the fried chicken. That's the end of the story, which is way more important than this Freedom Fighters ever was. What? The Brady Bunch eating the fried <laughs> chicken. You. That's a 10 out of 10, Eric. That, that is, well, that is see this? you and never. This is a 9 out of 10. The same thing that you yeah. said, I thought right away really reading book. this. I, I mean, if you had Cyborg Brady Superman. Bunch. I'm just saying, Cy Cyborg Superman <laughs> is one of my favorite villains of all time. And just to have the Cyborg Overman on our, which I'm sorry, I think I might have seen 
seen something in the solicits about it. I'm not sure that at this point though, but it still struck me by oh, like caught me by surprise when it showed up, even though I might have seen it somewhere else. I'm like, oh my, the yeah. cyborg over there. That's man. awesome. Was was there camping with the Brady's here? And now I'm confused. I've confused yeah, no, myself. No, it's like dun, 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 dun. here's a story about the Ratsies. I I could come up with some right now, but I won't, Eric, because I don't want to get people irritated with me on a spotlight or whatever. Because I I don't know what I'm what am I talking about, Eric? But that is the end of that section. I think uh, basically what we're saying all in all is please buy this book because it, though it is going to go to twelve, they're not. Yeah. To cancel it before no. 12 you have to buy something like this if you want something else like and this. I do and and i do as well i i would love to have just an anthology multiversity bring that back but do it as a monthly book where you kind of go and and pick and choose each thing kind of like that dc presents type right. deal where we can have you know six issues on earth 11 six issues on this and, and you know change creative teams and stuff like that i think be that would be sweet. awesome but the way this is it seems so clever you know that that they're doing a, a maxi series that was a spiritual successor now is tying in more and and it's like it's doing everything right except selling Oh. And that's the most important thing. And so maybe we can get uh, the rallying uh, cry going. Get it out there. We're going to bring back well, I'm gonna Uncle cry. Sam, right? We're going to bring back Uncle Sam. Get it going. Oh! 